0: My mental health Mondays, it's just a quick 20 second video of me saying, hey, uh, I'm in the service industry. Um, Anybody who's in the service industry or not in the service industry, be kind to yourself, you know, take care of your mind, take care of your body and take care of your heart um, and check in down below, you know, like post a comment and tell me how you're doing and I'm gonna come back next week and I hope that you're here next week to see my next video.
1: Working overtime, served beer at a Bushwick Dive, just trying to stay alive, but it's so damn hard.
2: Welcome in and welcome under. Welcome back to Under the Apron, the podcast that asks one important question: Uh, Can we do a fun podcast with a guy that we met on the internet? Uh, and we'll find that out today. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, as always. He's not just a president; he's also the mem. Uh, he's also a member, Mikey Grinder. How you doing, Mike?
1: <laughs> is that that's the that's the grinder without the e right
2: <laughs> you know what it is you invented it <laughs>
1: um what's what's up Laurent? how you doing But
2: hello how you feeling
1: i'm feeling great you know i just want to say really quick um we've been recording a lot of episodes lately and it's been it's been nice to see you a lot yeah really nice it is
2: you. it's interesting how that goes because just like the a little bit inside baseball but like in terms of scheduling sometimes we go a couple of weeks without doing it and then all of a sudden we've got like three or four booked back to back and i agree i always like I, I i feel better even just like in life like it's nice when we have this stuff going so exactly, i'm happy to yeah. do it and also uh a little bit inside baseball and whatever but uh this is the last episode we're gonna record in 2023 so yeah. boom there we go save the best Hang it last. out dude hell yeah <laughs> Yeah. And uh, we have a great episode for everybody today. Um, we have a very special guest, somebody who uh, I I found, you know, I peruse a lot of the service industry related uh, Internet, Instagram, TikTok, etc. And came across this gentleman's page and he does a lot of really funny uh online you know service industry related videos so i was like i reached out and i said hey you want to be on the podcast and he said yes and and here we are so welcome to the show matthew wrangle how you doing man
0: hi how's it going thanks for, <laughs> yeah thanks what's up A government name i appreciate that i <laughs> <laughs> can find when i start talking shit about him now no i'm just kidding <laughs> we could bleep it out <laughs>
2: <laughs> matt matt just asked us off uh off camera, he's like, Is it cool if we curse? know, if, if you if you curse, and I was like, Yeah, fucking right. It's definitely cool if we curse. The more <laughs> cursing, the better on this show.
0: Um, I usually yeah. don't I'm like my first curse word when I jump on a podcast. I say I, I curse and then I'm like, Oh shit, can I curse? Right. And they're right like right. we're talking about so much illegal shit, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah ask we, for forgiveness. Yeah,
1: we we have an episode that was called um B- blood, piss and come. What was it called? Yeah, it was something. Right. It's literally, I think that was the name of an episode. That's so right. yeah, you're you're safe here.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about uh, like what like you've right. had to clean up in your in your service industry life, and well, you know we're talking about like throw up, poop, and then our our customer was like, I used to have to clean cum off the walls because she worked at a gay bar in New York, and every once in a while there'd literally just be jizz on the walls. So yeah, you're safe here, man. <laughs> you can talk about what you want, but w- you're you're based out of Wisconsin.
0: Yep, yep, Wisconsin.
2: Cool, man. Uh, it, if if you haven't checked him out, if you don't know who who he is, uh, it's it's what at Matt Wrangle is that the the handle?
0: Yeah, so it's it's pretty much the same thing throughout all my socials, and you can you can find me at, like I have a link tree on all of them too. So, uh, whatever method you prefer to find me, uh, so on TikTok it's the real Matty R, uh, on Instagram it's the real Matty Wrangle, um, and then yeah, my name Matthew Wrangle on on Facebook, um, okay. so you can me on any of that stuff you can find me on youtube too or in threads but you know those are my three main uh points of uh social media cool grinder no no not anymore not yet no not anymore okay i've
1: been i've been looking
0: i (laughs) I, I love it love is love but um yeah just not for me
2: damn mike you lost (laughs) a good one on on your site um All right, so we are going to jump right in uh, to the real Maddie Wrangle's story. So uh, the floor is yours, Matt. What you got? I, like, looked down
0: and I could, like, see the inside
2: of my leg, basically. I will never suck your dick. (laughs) I wound up watching
1: Back to the Future getting fucked up with Doc Brown. As he, like, sits her on the stool.
2: And no joke, she shit herself.
1: Oh, no! Dude, this story's crazy,
0: guys. It's story time. So, my background um, in the service industry was uh, I started to go to school uh, to go back to college uh, when I was 25 uh, to pursue a degree in theater and uh, like acting and carpentry and things like that. So, uh, a month into it, I had this, you know, uh, pizza place job that worked around my schedule for school. And I mean, obviously, I had to still pay rent and things like that. So I was kind of struggling and, uh, this pizza place was like, yeah, we'll, we'll take you and work around your schedule and stuff like that. But it, it was, you know, I was trying to get as many hours as possible at, at, you know, seven 25 an hour. So I, I worked 39 hours a week while going to school and it, it was not a fun first couple months. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I uh, was just at a, a local bar, um, a place that I will not name. Uh, I'd rather not shout them out. Uh, I was at a local bar and uh, helping out, um, just 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 drinking there. And they were crazy busy. And I started, um, you know, I'm, I was just raised to like, if somebody needs help, like help them. So I, uh, I grabbed some glasses off like dirty tables and bust them for them and just brought them up to the bar uh, like you should do and uh they uh the owner or the uh the manager at the time she was like oh you're so great i should hire you and i was like well i'm so fucking broke right now i was <laughs> like i've never been in the industry but like i'll try it out and she was like yeah let's set you up uh being our bar back um on the weekends and uh they also worked with my schedule and uh the first night uh she handed me like i don't know like 150 200 and was like here and it's all in cash and i was like what and she was like, <laughs> like she's like you never worked in the industry before and i'm like no i've never worked there in the industry and she was like yeah this, this is a typical like the why do you want more and i was like this is fuck yeah sign me up and <laughs> here we are uh eight years later well before we get into
2: topic roulette i figured you know we don't know matt matt doesn't know us so in order to to let you know a little bit more about us matt i figured i'd, I'd tell you a story um and I was thinking about which story to tell. And I, I landed on this one. So, cause I feel like it's, it's very, uh, it gives you a good idea of me as a person in this podcast. But, uh, during <laughs> COVID, you know, the city in New York was like, shut the fuck down. Like you, you didn't see people on the street for a couple of months. Like it was as, as shut down as shut down can be. And the bars started to open up and I got a, I got a gig with uh, a buddy of mine, um, So anyway, long story short, I got like a blackout drunk one night. And the last thing I remember was like, I fell asleep to porn, right? That's all I know. (laughs) I don't know how the night ended. I just, all I know is the last thing I remember was porn on my computer. I think maybe I I didn't even remember that. I just woke up with the porn still on my computer and (laughs) hung over as shit. And I'm like five minutes, I have like five minutes to get to work. So I just jump out of bed, grab the closest mask to me that I can find, throw it on and start running to work. And like uh, two blocks down the way, I start. I'm like, my, I think, why is my mask like wet? And I keep running. And I'm like, my mask kind of smells weird. And by the time I got to work, I realized that I had used the mask for cleanup the night before, <laughs> and I had and I couldn't even hide it because it was written all over my face. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me and and uh, spurted and it all of your jazz. face.
0: <laughs> that's that's, um, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the going, one of
1: man. one of the, the pitfalls of of uh of COVID. That was probably one of the worst things that happened during COVID, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. A yeah, true yeah.
2: tragedy of COVID right there. Um <laughs> dude, that was a that was a rough day. Uh sticky situation. But anyway, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh topic roulette. For those of you who haven't uh, heard our podcast before, Topic Roulette is Mike and I bring a topic about the service industry. Our guest brings a topic about the service industry. We don't know about it beforehand. And then we discuss for about eight minutes. So Matt, I'll give you uh, the decision. Do you, you want to go first? Or do you want to go second? I'll go second. Okay, cool. So our topic is funny enough, I, I had this written down already, and then I saw you posted something yesterday, or at least it came up on my feed yesterday, and it was the exact same idea premise. So we're gonna we're gonna do this stages of being in the service industry. Okay. Um yeah. so, so like from the day you walk in the door all the way through until however far that goes. Um, and and since we're all uh you know, not not young men anymore. I, w- I I wanted to focus a little bit more on the getting older aspect of it, but either way, stages of of, of the service industry, for, like from from green to to over it. Um, so I don't know if anybody wants to jump in and start us off.
1: Well, I, I was I I had some notes that I was writing down, um, looking at the post that Matt put up yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and I think my first glaring. Uh, not, not mistake but the first thing that popped out to me is something I wanted to comment on was the theater major being in the middle somewhere <laughs> you know what I mean uh, uh theater major in the middle so, so for some people that might be the way you know what I mean but theater major could also very easily be first that's you know what I mean that's uh <laughs> that can very easily be first um and and theater major uh also can get swapped out with um lightly trained musician or maybe arts student student you know painter uh things like that yeah um now and now on this list i just want to throw out matt's list since i'm directly uh referencing it um it's bar back first then bartender closing manager (laughs) bar manager theater major right there in the center back to day bartender (laughs) warehouse worker get out of the service for a minute and then back to bartender right I'm, i'm with it i'm with it so now I'm gonna quickly swap out just for fun, theater major, and throw in service industry podcaster or influencer. That's the <laughs> that's, that's the new one. You gotta take you gotta take a stab at it somewhere in the middle. I mean, we're that's all right. we're
0: all about- <laughs> There's a lot of people that are always like, "Oh yeah, like." I got to get out of the service industry. I got to, I got to, you know, I'm, I'm bartending. I'm out till four in the morning. I'm drunk all the time. The money's great, but mm-hmm. like there are certain things that, you know, that, that push against you, especially if you're getting older. And um, a lot of the people that I see and I just like, you know, they're like, Oh yeah. Like my last day is next month. And I'm just like, what are you going to be a liquor rep? And they're like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you're coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would, say I, I, I believe like 90% of liquor reps and brand ambassadors were 100% bartenders. Oh, oh like, yeah. For sure. And it just like, it's kind of an easy transition. And also to that same effect is like, I feel like uh, if you are like in, uh, somewhat of like a, uh, an industry say like the theater industry or like business or show business acting things like that. Um, it's it, bartending or serving is like it, that, that stuff goes hand in hand. On the other like complete opposite of that is
2: if you're in the service industry I always try to tell people about this and, and very rarely do they listen it's like put an hour or two a week into something whatever that is right like think about what you if, if it's music if it's creating content if it's you like to sew whatever that is just keep something going get good at a craft get whatever because the, the day is going to come when you are fucking fed up and you are like ready to get the fuck out and if you've been spending the last six years of your life getting good at something now maybe you can use that you know to hopefully like pursue something else because otherwise like you said it's the transition to to beer rep or or in New York also real estate person. And listen, there's a lot of news reports about transitioning, but not enough about the transition from bartender to liquor rep. And that's the trans that I really have an issue with because you're just gonna come back in a year. We all know. Okay. so we are going to uh, move
0: along now to uh, to Matt's uh, topic. I don't know. I guess my topic, um, I, I felt like it was fitting. I Sorry to be, um, I know we've been having fun on this uh, podcast so far, but um, I also always like to um, show the other side of uh, the service industry uh, right. and show uh, like things about, uh, since it is Monday, I felt like this is prevalent. Uh, usually I try to, every Monday, uh, do a segment called Mental Health Mondays. Um, so I figured, yeah, maybe we could talk a little bit about like the strain that you know the service industry has on people's mental health, and and bring awareness to that stuff too. Sure. Uh, that you know this industry is really taxing. So yeah, that's my topic today. Sure.
2: I appreciate you bringing this up, Matt, because and we do the same thing, by the way. Like we like to have fun, but there's certainly a a lot of real serious topics that need to get discussed uh, uh, related to the
0: service industry, and mental health is definitely one of them. Yeah, like it's okay to have a bad day, to have an off day, to feel like you're drained at the end of the day, but also it's okay to talk to somebody else in the industry about it and not just keep that stuff and bottle it inside and try and drink it away because we're so easily accessible to that type of stuff. When I was uh, in COVID, I had a very, very difficult, uh, everybody had a very difficult year in 2020, Um, but my difficulty with that was towards the end of uh, 2020, Uh, In October, my uh, cousin Aragon suddenly passed away. In November, my grandpa passed away. And in December, my grandma passed away. Uh, All three of those shifts. I woke up and found out that my cousin was dead and went to a bartender meeting. Um, And I was bartending when both my grandma and grandpa were in the hospital passing away. Uh, And I put on as happy of a face as I could um, and tried to deal with it as much as I could and still bartend and um I knew my grandpa would kick my fucking ass if I called out of work. Uh uh, you know, something like that. So he was like, no, like in my head, he was like, no, you need to you need to go to work. And um it was a distraction for me. Um but when I was done when I was off stage, um I talked about Josh and Dan. Um I love them to death, um, even to this day, specifically because they're there for me. Um Throughout a lot of things. Um, but one of the most difficult times of my life was when I got off bartending shift. I sat in between both of them and just broke down sobbing. And they both were sitting right there for me and uh hugging me and helping me through that difficult time. So, like reel really it back all in, you know, with mental health and stuff like that. You you can have bad days. Everybody's gonna have bad days in any type of situation, any type of job. But um, don't don't hold it in because uh, yeah. it's uh- mm-hmm and uh in a negative way um so let it out and you know try to be the best you can in any profession any job that you're working at but also remember that we're all humans and we're all just trying to make some fucking money and have yeah. fun but uh sometimes life is kind of cruel so understand that you know
2: yeah i 100% sure. uh, I'm, so- I'm sorry to hear about that man that sucks i lost my grandma not that long ago it's to- a it's tough. And yeah. Uh, but, you know, to, to, I, I'm sitting here thinking about this and like the specific, you know, connection between mental health issues and the service industry. One of the biggest issues that can exist there is like, so I I, and I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I uh, got divorced. Right. And so the day that we split up, me and my my wife, I move in to another apartment, start a new uh, life anew, and basically just the bottom dropped out. Like I said, I I, I suffer from uh, clinical depression. It comes in specific waves, kind of like a bomb goes off. And that's exactly what happened. And the thing is, with the service industry, you can just, like you said, drink your way through it and drug your way through it. And so, like, I just wanted to be numb, and nobody's gonna say fucking a word to you about it, right? Like, because that's just normal behavior at a dive bar. So I'm si- I'm blackout drunk, I'm doing drugs, I'm all fucked up, and where that would be a red flag in ninety percent of the world, <laughs> and certainly ninety percent of of professions, nobody's fucking batting an eye at you when you're when you're doing that at work at a dive bar. Also. Yeah. If I had to be at work at eight in the morning, there's not a goddamn way I would have made it. But I don't have to be at work at eight in the morning. I have to be at work at 10 o'clock at night so I can get all fucked up, sleep the whole day away and still show up to work and nobody's going to say anything. And that went on for months. And I mean, it was probably the worst depression I've ever had in my life to the point that one day I, I went to the bathroom, looked in the mirror, and it's the only time this has ever happened to me in my life. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I had transformed so, so much physically in such a short amount of time that I didn't know the person who was standing right in front of me. And I I really, truly thought that, like, if I kept on that path, that I might die. And that was sort of like the first real wake up call of like, you're fucked up. You need help, like figure something out um so i I think a lot of it is is is, the connection a lot of it is are those things is the fact that drinking and drugs is a part of that lifestyle and nobody's gonna bat an eye at it and it it just has different standards for it we're gonna move towards the end of the show but uh mike did you have any questions for matt matt do you have any questions or thoughts for us before we start getting towards the end of the show let's hear let's hear what's the
1: worst comment you've ever gotten
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I don't want to bring it back dark, but, um, I had a comment, God. a guy literally told me that, um, that I'm a piece of shit, that I'm going to hell because, uh, I kill people for a living. Um, oh. so yeah, that's one of the worst comments I've ever had, um, that I have blood on my hands and that I'm a murderer, uh, because I serve people alcohol. Yeah. You have this person's uh, handle? Can we shout them out? wow. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> um, me. But yeah, well, did it, you,
1: did you look into who that person was? Are they like some sort of like evangelical? Like who, like who thinks that bartenders are murderers? That's wild. I've never really thought of that.
0: The, the, the kids seemed uh, like kind of young and like they, they went on a rant about like how they've watched like certain people die of, you know, alcohol, uh, alcohol uh, thing yeah. and shit. Like, mm. I think just venting and right. like saying like you're, you're glorifying being a bartender on uh social media, mm. uh, want you to know that you're actually killing people and you're a piece of shit.
2: Yeah. Well, um, listen, listen, whoever said that my mom was an alcoholic too. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Grow up. Stop, stop being mean to Matt. Not everybody right. who drinks is going to die. Grow
0: my up. whole thing that is that, um, you know, uh, th- there were a few people that, um, you know, cause I couldn't, I I hundred percent considered like, fuck this. Like, I don't need this in my life. Should I just quit social media? And there are a lot of people that, um, kind of uh talked me out of it and like i woke up the next day and was like okay it's fine but i was venting the people and people that i love um and know about that comment and they were just like dude like you know i because i do struggle with that um i I know that what's that you struggle with murdering people no (laughs) (laughs) with the fact that you know we it is you know uh, a substance that uh people abuse and people die from and um but it's it's something that I do, uh, as well. Um, I understood, uh, this year that I am, you know, absolutely an alcoholic and that I need help. Um, so I actually decided to cut out hard liquor. Uh, I think I'm, I, I hit 115 days, uh, this year and then, um, relapsed and, uh, went off the wagon for six weeks. And now I'm at, I believe I'm at, uh, 97 days, uh, right now. Awesome. And decided like last week that, um, it's going to be a permanent thing. Um, and it's because I can't control myself. Um, no I'm hard, drinking. no hard liquor. Yeah. No hard liquor. Um, I, I drink beer. Um, and sometimes I can't control myself with that too. And I'm trying to cut that out. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to go, uh, fully 100%. But, um, for me, I, like, uh, you were kind of talking about before if, uh, if I didn't make a change with something in my life, um, I felt like I was, I was gonna, I was gonna lose my battle and, and die so i decided to at least take one little step and do yeah. that and if you see somebody struggling with stuff like that you can you know take steps to try and try and uh help that person out but there's only so much that you can do because i i'm not here to tell somebody else how to live their life so you know if, if you want to drown it away uh in that type of stuff so be it and Your choice. That, do but you know yeah Be a friend and 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 make the own choices make our own choices and uh try to do what we do responsibly yeah um so you know there are there are a lot of irresponsible bartenders but there are so many responsible bartenders too um that make sure that you're okay and you're home safe and things like that and that you don't over drink and stuff like that so you know shout out to those people too um you know there's there's gonna be bad eggs sometimes but um uh, hopefully I'm not one of them. And uh, hopefully if you're struggling, you can, you can ask somebody for help, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree hundred percent. And, you know, just to, just to uh, tie a bow on this a little bit, but, you know, same, same idea. It, uh, funny enough, somebody came into the bar this past Saturday that reminds me of exactly what we're talking about, but that, that, I, that, that, that idea of like talking to somebody about what they're going through, that doesn't stop at your coworkers or your friends. As a bartender, maybe the the most at risk, you know, community that you're coming across on a regular basis is the regulars who are there every single night, who very clearly you can watch deteriorate and are like losing their their, you know, grasp on reality or or whatever the fuck is going on with them. And like you said, we're all adults it's their choice at some point but i've had so many conversations with regulars where i'm like yo i know i'm your bartender and you know a lot of love not trying to make you feel bad i'm not telling you that you're not welcome back here but i'm telling you that like i see where you're at and it doesn't look good it doesn't look mm. healthy you're not walking out the door you know with your your wits about you you're here almost every day you're drinking a lot like try please don't take this personally but like i'm like your bartender is telling you that you're drinking too much you know yeah. take that how you're going to take it and 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 they do and it's never it's never been it's never been you know uh anger I've never, I've never been met with anger sometimes it doesn't work sometimes they show up the next day and order 17 shots like they did the day before but you know, that at least make the effort. And sometimes those guys, the, the message does hit and then you don't see them for a year. And one day you run into them on the street and they're they're skinny and they have the life back in their eyes. And they're like, yeah, man, I gave it up for a while. And you're like, awesome. And they, they're they you know, so <laughs> you, you, you got to find the right times and places. But definitely you're right. We, we definitely do live it. We, we live and work in a space that can be. Murky water sometimes, and we just got to keep an eye on it. But still, fuck that person who said that to you. Grow up. My mom was an alcoholic, too. Uh, Okay. Mike, unless you have anything else. Uh, I just had a quick,
1: uh, just a quick anecdotal A quick little anecdote just to bring some uh maybe some lightness to the end of that one yes. the, there was a guy there was a not that it was dark but you know what i mean um there was this guy brian that uh he was a regular at, when i was working in the east village you know, he had a badass taste in music he got me into a lot of really good bands but um he would always be happy and jovial you know first f- four or five drinks or whatever it was right and then he would get past that or we we do it. This was a sake bar, Matt. So we used to do sake bombs a lot or, you know, there'd be that one sake bomb. Then all of a sudden you'd see him like kind of
0: yeah. like <laughs> make
1: the turn. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden he would get very dark. And and if and if, you know, he was generally good about it in the sense that like he wouldn't try to involve like the whole bar because it was a very small bar and you could involve everyone if you wanted to t- talk about something, you know, if you wanted to. But he would get so dark and talk about how much he hates everything. During that time, during that tra- transition, transition-y kind of time, where he started to get even angrier or sadder sometimes, he started talking about suicide, right? And then, and and suddenly, like, and, and now this is when it would start to get into these larger conversations. So it'd be like a Friday night, 1230 or whatever And there'd be 12 people all talking about suicide, just sad, like at the bar. And one night I was like, let me just try this because I feel like I'm close with Brian. Brian was also a huge comic book nerd. Right. (laughs) And he had he had thousands, tens of thousands of comics in his in his uh, apartment. And one night he finally says to me something along the lines of like, he's like, I don't know. He says something and he's just very grimly like, oh, maybe just maybe tonight, maybe tonight's the night. And I just turned to Brian and he's saying, he's saying, you know, tonight's the night. And I just turned to him. I was like, yo, Brian, let me get those. Let me get those comics, though, if you do. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, you bitch. And he just started (laughs) fucking cracking up, dude. He cracked the fuck up. And that that moment opened up a larger conversation that turned into him quitting drinking. Legitimately, legitimately, dude. I saw him. I saw him probably like a year after I quit working at Satsuko and he had been clean for like over a year at
0: that point. Um,
1: yeah, so yeah, this, uh, Brian, if you're out there listening, love you, bud,
0: you know, bringing this all back to my mental health Mondays. Um, that's the whole reason why I do this. Um, my mental health Mondays, I, it's just a quick 20 second video of me saying, Hey, uh, I'm in the service industry. Um, anybody who's in the service industry or not in the service industry, be kind to yourself, you know, take care of your mind, take care of your body and take care of your heart. Um, and check in down below, you know, like post a comment and tell me how you're doing. And I'm going to come back next week. And I hope that you're here next week to see my next video. Um, yeah. because that's what I want. Um, and that's it. And that's the whole video. You know, it's kind of like a self accountability of like, you know what? I don't even know this stranger, but I'm going to comment and say, yeah, I am struggling, but I will see you next week type of thing. You know, yeah.
2: that's awesome, man. Well, if you're out there and you're, you're feeling like that, you know, you're feeling suicidal. Um, just know that you can always send us your comic books or or you know, if you have any money, anything like that, we'll we'll take it. If you know <laughs> under the apron at Instagram.com or under the apron at TikTok, we'll take whatever you got. Go check out at the real Matt uh Wrangle. Maybe he, he's he's got a post that can put a smile on your face or go go check in on mental health Monday. But uh we're all here for you. And again, if you if you're really gonna pull the trigger, just send us your comic books. Um so Mike, you want to set us up for the end of the show? Oh, yeah, baby.
1: Chris Marcella's Fast Five. Or ten. Welcome to Chris Marcella's Fast Five. Woo! For anyone out there listening and Matt um, who may not know, Chris Marcella's Fast Five are, uh, is a thing we do at the end of the episode bring a little levity, take it down a notch, have a little laugh, maybe. <laughs> um, this is going to be five. Rapid fire questions. Um right. I want you to take no time, Matt. First thing that comes to your mind, send it right back. All right. Yep. <laughs> all right. Number one. Pam Anderson or Carmen Electra? Carmen Electra. It's the right answer. Number two. Yeah. Uh you're working the bo- you're working uh you're uh no, you're you're serving tables. You're serving tables. Uh a table, would you prefer? A table of five year fourteen-year-old boys with no parents, or a table with two parents and five children under the age of ten.
0: Uh, fourteen-year-old boys. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're I. Man, I don't I, little kids. <laughs> I that's that's why I don't have kids either. Fourteen-year-old know, boys are just are just dumb, and they'll just say stupid stuff. Like right. I. Crying babies and things like that. I love being an uncle, but um, I, I like to give the child back to the
1: parents. Peace. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> as an as a as an uncle, uh, I understand the sentiment perfectly. Um, all right, number three: Seinfeld or Curb? Seinfeld. Okay. All right. Number four: Are there any soda gun syrup drinks that you now prefer over the original real drink? For example, Soda Gun, Red Bull over Red Bull.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, orange Soda. We, we have Ooh. Orange Soda. On ours Dude, and, orange, uh,
1: orange Soda on the gun? That's incredible.
0: It doesn't <laughs> fucking anything. It's just there for us to drink. Shout out to Floyd, thank you, Sam. It's her favorite drink, too. Yeah. Now I can't There drink. you go. So it's on the gun.
2: <laughs>
0: Perfect. Um, all right, and
1: coming in at number five. What's the strangest thing a customer has ever asked you for?
0: Uh, if if they could send me a picture of their tits. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, did,
1: you, did you did you accept?
0: No, no. <sighs> she was. At heels. Um, I'm not saying she wasn't an attractive person, but I'm not saying she wasn't not not an attractive person. <laughs> sure. I also was like seeing somebody at the time, so I was like, oh, it's kind of. Like also like no no thank you ma'am um and yeah. i've never i don't think i've ever turned down uh anything like that before so that was a first <laughs> for me that was definitely the weirdest fucking one for sure You
1: yeah you woke up the next morning after your shift like what the fuck happened last night
0: <laughs> <I> <laughs> so, like you know if you want to send me a picture of your tits go ahead sure but uh just at that moment i was like no nah, probably not i don't i don't want to and they kept right. persisting <laughs>
1: Would you receive any in your DMs right now if they were to show up?
0: Yeah, I. I, I mean, I guess I, you have
1: no choice, right?
0: Conversation all the time um, with friends of mine. I would try and say, uh, all tits are good tits. They're yeah. they're fantastic. Show them. I, I'm a hundred percent with the free the nipple um, on social yeah, media and things like that. Is uh, if I get to have my shirt off in public as a, as a man, like, why not yeah, me? absolutely. Um, Let's have some fun and, and uh and live life to the fullest and nakedest. There we go. There you go.
2: If you're out there and you're listening and you're uh, uh and you have tits, send them to at the real Matt Wrangle. He will yeah. take your titties.
1: And if you're out there male or female or anything, if you're
2: wearing a shirt, why? Take, yeah, it off. take off your shirt. It's fucking grow up. Let's That's go. True. We'll do we'll do the next podcast, Matt. The next time you're on here, we'll do a shirtless. There we there go. There we go. He's oh, different. Right, right let's let's go. Go. Should we finish it off of topless? Should we, fi- should we all finish it off topless?
0: I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm person, do whatever you want, but you know, if I'm saying, Hey, show, show the, show, show the nipples. I gotta, you know, I gotta, go, I got
2: I'm yeah. keeping, I'm free keeping my top on, but this is Oh, good. come on, man. Uh, not today. I, ha- I,
1: I haven't been wearing bottoms this whole time. So here we go.
2: Bottomless <laughs> mimosas. There all right. Go. So now that the nips are free, um, uh, First of all, Matt, truly, thank you for doing this. This has been awesome. I hope you had a good time. We're, we're very happy to have you on. Um, what have we learned? We've learned that the three of us are getting old as fuck. We've learned that Matt <laughs> likes 14-year-old boys. We've learned if you're if you're going to end it, send us your comic books. We've learned don't transition <laughs> into uh, the, the world. Because uh, <laughs> you that's, will be back. That's the worst possible transition you can do. Um, and on that note, uh, we are going to finish up with, uh, our guest as always giving us a joke or a quote. So what you got for us, Matt?
0: I think my favorite joke, you know, I, I, I was kind of going back and forth with this, but, um, I, uh, I think my favorite service industry joke, uh, and I've heard it from so many managers and I don't even think that they realize that they keep repeating this joke, but, um. It's the uh, the the whole joke about if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. Uh, I just always find that fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, well, you know, if I have time to lean, your business is failing. So, uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's the
2: joke.
0: There we go. I love um,
1: it. Truly, Thank Matt, you. this
2: was this has been awesome, man. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for spending some time with us. You guys, yeah, absolutely, absolutely great. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, guys. We will see you next time. We love you.
1: Love you. Great to meet you, Matt.
2: Thank you as a friend.
1: Yeah.